Hi, I'm Robert. I'm Jeff. And this is what we really thought of Oz the Great and Powerful 3D and a Good Day to Die Hard. Oz the Great and Powerful is a Sam Raimi film starring James Franco, Michelle Williams, Mila Kunis, and Rachel Weisz, and Zach Braff. That is a, As a monkey. basically a direct prequel to the MGM Wizard of Oz movie. Basically. <laughs> Except the Oz, Oz, Oz is a uh, is a magician at a traveling circus. Yep. Yep. And to escape a burly man, he gets into his hot air balloon, <laughs> travels directly into a tornado, and finds himself in Oz. Where it well, turns out, well, you don't really drive hot air balloons directly into anything. You're just sort of at the mercy of the wind. In his defense, he didn't mean to drive into the go into the tornado. It was just kind of you know, there, there. At the same time that all this was happening, he is immediately discovered by Theodora, a yes, witch yep. played by Mila Kunis, who tells him that red hat. who tells him that he is in the land of Oz, and because his name is also Oz, that must mean that he is the recently prophesized return uh, of a wizard who is going to slay the wicked witch and free the land. Yay! And he may or may not do that during the course of the film. Spoilers. We'll, we'll go into that <laughs> a little bit later, but since it's a direct prequel, we'll let you figure we'll that out for the next five minutes we'll until we get into out. that. <laughs> There's some entertaining character moments now and again, but for the most part, that one was kind of hard for me to sit all the way through. It wasn't so, like, Some of it's like groany, cheesy. Things that make you, know, you go, Ugh. Yeah, but I was expecting that. Yeah. That, that really wasn't my issue. There's a lot of, uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of story issues I had with that movie. That, 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 that particularly made it harder to, to, like, sit through. And a lot of, uh, like, shortcut character motivations that really don't work. Uh, it looked good. Yeah, will, visually, give, visually, I, I think that. it worked very well. I will give it that. Very there's, there's one or two uh, moments where uh, the uh, the um, uh, properly uh, bringing the people into the animated world didn't quite work, and it almost looked like I was watching Space Jam. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I didn't like it. I liked it. I, I I didn't love it. I didn't think it was great or powerful. Right, I, but it, it had, I had fun with it mostly. Yeah. It dragged on a little bit. Mm. There was, I really didn't like them directly tying it into the other Wizard of Oz right. because it hamstrung it in so many ways. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, there there's some things I understand with that. Like, oh, we don't want them to kill in the kids movie, and right. although some of that, I mean, they basically put all those flying monkeys into a uh, in everlasting coma which is in some ways worse than killing them because they're just going to starve to death anyway well really they're just lying there until someone gets them out of the field the living death no 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 they're just in there they're just going to yeah if you remove them yeah that, that doesn't if remove the spell if you yep. rewatch the wizard of oz when they're walking through the poppy field there is a whole bunch of flying monkey corpses yeah i remember that part 
Yeah, I totally remember that part. I thought the 3D was good. Some of the acting was good. Like, I, I, I liked Franco most of the time. Most of the time. He had I the liked... cheesiest smile that happened every that 20 on, seconds of the movie. Oh, I, and I know. And I it was liked... enjoyable, I'd say, about 80% of the time. I liked But then Zach... the rest of it was like, ugh. I like Zach Braff. Yeah. I like the little China girl. Yeah. yeah. I like Zach Braff more than I thought I would. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because it's—I really haven't seen much of him since Scrubs. That's probably why you like him more. He's yeah. had a break. He's basically been doing uh, theater since then. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually the part I enjoyed the most about the movie. Mm-hmm. So. I enjoyed but, the yeah the flying monkey. A lot but they're more definitely, the especially with the with the other two witches. Uh, Glinda was all right. Yeah. yeah. Is it Glenda or Glinda? Glinda. Glinda. With an I. Glinda. But Theodora and Evanora were not. Well, Evanora, I like, sort of. I mean, I what, she once, been once the mask a, came off towards the end. Yeah, I thought she. I thought if they switched the roles of the Wicked Witches, it would have been better. Um, I... <laughs> Mila Kunis as the Wicked Witch of the West in the green completely threw me off. It, I didn't think it worked at all. I would say um, spoiler, but like, they, anyway, they well, literally show you that that's what's going to happen in the opening credits. Which were yeah. well done. I like yeah. the opening yeah, credits. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. were good too. Yeah. They give you that flash <laughs> and I was like, did they literally just give that away in like the fir- in like the opening credits? Yep. But anyway, uh, yeah. I thought when you see her from afar, I thought the costuming and everything worked really well. Uh, but when you look up close, I uh, think, Jaren, you mentioned it, it looked yeah. like we are watching The Mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could not get over that. I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, it didn't even, it, it didn't look like when Jim Carrey was wearing the mask. It looked right. like when the evil guy put on the mask. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, just, I could not get over that. And Mila wasn't necessarily a great fit. She was trying really no, hard. I don't think it was her fault. I, I, think, I just don't think she was right for that. I think the character was stilted, it, and and because they tied it into the other one, it had a yeah. certain arc it had to follow. Right. They didn't give her enough time to develop anything, no. and for some reason they had her put on when when she was naive. Mm-hmm. Her acting and dialogue delivery was really stilted. Like Even, it was really sort of sort of bland and like. Yeah. Like, which made me think she was part of this con thing right. because of right. the way she was acting. I had the same thing going on. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. She has to be conning him. No, she's like legit. She's legit naive. And she's no legit that stupid. She's best when she's enjoying herself in a thing. Like, her, her character is somebody who gets to, you know, do whatever she wants. Like, uh, like you know, forgetting Sarah Marshall, she lets loose a lot. Or uh, that 70s show... Some of the time, I mean, yeah, most of it she was a uptight true, and that was the character. But right. uh, Black Swan, she's a free spirit. She's mm-hmm. good in that. Yeah, you know, that that's how you get the best out of your Mila Kunis. You don't mm-hmm. make her a naive person. She doesn't play that very well. They right. literally threw her in that role because she was pretty. Basically. At least that's that's what it felt like. I did like the turn that her that she ended up being out. Uh, out yeah. eviling her sister. Yeah. And her sister <laughs> yeah. didn't expect any of that. Yeah, that was funny. They're like, we're going to make him run away. Hell no. We're going we're gonna to kill them all. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. To the killing fields. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I, 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 I had some fun moments. Most of them were Zach. Bully. Related. 
Yeah. <laughs> but like the guys only, who go bully. Yeah, they were only the tinkers. The tinkers. The tinkers. There were only brief moments in it that I was like kind of like entertained by what was going on. Otherwise, it just I had major issues with the with like what was going on in the plot and why it was happening. Mm-hmm. Especially Mila Kunis' character. That whole like opening bit being the only thing that's like that like oh, she knew James Franco for all of like maybe a day or two and she was in love and he broke her heart. That's why that turn happens. I, 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 I totally called that in yes, my Oz prediction. Yes, I, I, I was sort of, I, I think I was about 50% on my predictions. I think so. Maybe, think, maybe well, 70. Yeah, I think you were a little closer. Uh, you know, some of the stuff was, uh, was arranged a little bit, bit differently and it happened a bit different. But for the most part, you nailed all the points because, I mean, like, they were all there in the trailer. <laughs> we're going to fall in love with Oz and then he doesn't like me and now I'm... Yeah. Betrayed and yeah, brokenhearted, right. and yeah. I don't like it anymore, and now I'm grieving. Yeah, I, I, I was wrong. Now. It wasn't really love triangle because he was never into her at all. He's just yeah. sort of his natural reaction is to hit on every pretty woman yeah. he meets. Basically, and he's not even necessarily them into them. Box. He's just no. like, <laughs> "Well, this is my thing. I'm just gonna keep doing that." Yeah, he he goes around giving music boxes to every girl he meets. Yeah, and his grandma's music box. His, yeah, that's why he gets in trouble with the strong man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why I had a problem with James Franco isn't bad in this. It's that his character, there's supposed to be these brief moments where we get to see the real Oz, but they never really they come never, across. Yeah. In fact, the only moments that actually feel like Oz just being Oz is when he's with, like, Zach Braff, the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, that's it. When he's just kind of bantering back and forth with Zach Rapp. That's like, that's the, that's the only moment where, like, like anytime, like, they're supposed to be, like, like especially at the end, where, you know, you're supposed to be, but it never really feels like because there's no drastic difference between Oz when he's conning people and Oz when he's just being Oz. Right. You know, so I was just like... Well, he talks a little bit lower when he's really him. Yeah. Well, I mean, like... Because <laughs> you can tell he's, like, even putting on, like, a fake affectation when he's talking to other people he, he, conning him. He moves him. On, Mila, on Mila Kunis and, uh, in... And then, and then, like you know, he does, you know, he like he like he does through the movie. He just hits on every single girl. But we're supposed to believe it's genuine when it's with uh, Glenda, yeah. Merely because she looks like and this is the fourth the time we've seen it. <laughs> yeah, she's the last one on the list, so clearly she must be the uh, one that he actually. Well, there's the China girl, I guess. I well, that's because she was a little kid. Yeah, that, that was is she? Was is she supposed, supposed to be a girl? She's yeah. I couldn't actually girl. tell. Or she was supposed well, to be she old. kept saying, I mean, I mean, tuck I, me I, in, it's what my papa did. Oh, yeah. and, I guess I must have missed that. And when uh, they're at the crossroads and he yeah. tells her to go to the Emerald leave. City, and he said, don't work with kids or animals, and I'm already working with Zach Braff. Oh, right, okay. He calls it by name. <laughs> how many, Zach Braff. Again, in the continuing saga, how many movies would be more awesome if they just if they their just characters <laughs> by, their, by their actors? <laughs> well... It wouldn't work in Oz the Great and Powerful, like, no. if they just well, called no, him... Well, James well, Franco. Well, for him. <laughs> because James Franco is just being James Franco in this movie. And be really out of period, too. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out James Franco is the ageless stranger. <laughs> the great and powerful James Franco. <laughs> I don't want to be a good man. I want to be a great man. Oh, James Franco. <laughs> you modest buffoon. So is that that yeah, that everything? Pass it, pass on it is what I'm gonna say. Yeah, you're not gonna nah. recommend it. No. Nah. So that's uh, 
toss-up for you, Jeff? Yeah. It looked pretty. pretty. I'm gonna say yes. Go go see it yeah. in theaters. Yeah. Well, I oh. think it's better in theaters than it ever would be as a oh, rental. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Because yeah. half the experience is... I agree with that. Yeah, I, I, say, I say see it in 3D, too. I think the 3D, 3D was very good. Yeah. I was surprised. Sam Raimi knows how to, how to use that. He, yeah. he's a, yeah. he grew up in B-movies, so he mm-hmm. knows how to really do the pop out stuff. And that, even yeah. even the 3D in the beginning I thought was really good. Um, yeah. Because they, they had the 4x3 um, the the aspect ratio, but yeah. like when you go... Um, when you're in the traveling circus and you have the fire breather, the fire goes outside the frame. Yeah. And I, I was like, the little touches like that were really that nice. Cool. Yeah. I agree. Okay, next movie. Yeah. A Good Day to Die Hard. It's the fifth movie in the long-running Mission Impossible series. It stars uh, Bruce Mission Willis Impossible. as Ethan Hunt, a <laughs> New York detective who keeps... Well, New York, New Jersey, L.A., depends on which movie. Who keeps getting involved in all sorts of terrorist incidents that, in the twist, turn out to be all about money. Yeah. Uh, this time, his son, a secret CIA agent, uh, gets Spoiler. imprisoned in Russia. So John goes to bail him out or say hi to him or something before he gets jailed for life. Right. And turns out to screw up a vital mission By to save a CIA asset. Or a potential CIA asset in a effort to depose a Russian politician. Basically, there's a little bit more to it than that. Clearly, because for some reason they insist on putting a twist in every single Die Hard movie. Yeah, even though it is almost always the same twist. Yeah, yeah, it's painfully arbitrary in this movie. So, Jeff, what did you think? I well, I enjoyed it. I did not think it was a good movie, but I enjoyed it. Um, just because there's a lot of explosions and things happening. Uh, I thought the the first big action sequence with the car chase in Moscow, was, I thought that was the best part of the movie. I laughed a lot. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. There were some pretty good moments, and pretty much all of the plot points were filler and kind of annoyed me, and it was basically filling in spots between action sequences. Yeah. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> That's pretty much my opinion. It's Darren. Um... Yeah, I had my fun with it, uh, but uh, it, as Jeff said, the, the first car chase, I did really enjoy that, but uh, overall, I didn't like it, and it started really, really falling apart near the end, <laughs> when all of a sudden, the plot went from just kind of kinda run-of-the-mill and arbitrary to just completely out the window. It's like, ah, uh, it's, it's a fucking diehard movie. Why do we need a plot anymore? Yeah. So they just kind of throw it away partway. And, and there's, and I'm probably still reeling from the bit of technology that I'm going to go home and Google to, tonight to find out whether or not they just completely bullshitted that. Oh, I'm calling bullshit on that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that doesn't exist. Yeah, so, spoilers. They go to Chernobyl, and they're going in this room that's been closed, so the radiation's been building up for X number of years, and the radiation goes off the charts. So they call in some guys with the stuff that apparently instantly neutralizes radiation. Yeah. I'm totally calling bullshit. <laughs> that does gas. not exist. It's just this gas, and they just release it into the room. And, like, it doesn't even take a while. It's, no, like, literally it's once it's in the room, they're just walking around with it. I understand right, why they good. did it, so they can have some dialogue and fight scenes. Yeah. Oh, do you think they're putting out gas in the room? 
that's what it was. I thought they were blowing the radiation out of the room. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, that's why I thought it was even more ridiculous. No, no, no. It looked like a gas, because when they yeah. shot up the hose, there was gas leaking out. That's why I questioned when the I thought that was a different thing. I didn't even think that... I didn't even make that connection. Really? That was attached to that. That's stuff. how much you could just... All right, it's a Die Hard movie. Oh, they fixed the radiation problem. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Chernobyl's cool now. Yeah. Because I think if that had been the case, they might have tried to do that before that point. Right. Oh, shit. I guess you could kind of make the... Uh, argument that it's expensive and it's very limited supply, but they bring it an entire tranker, tanker truck trailer yeah. thing full of it. Yeah, just, really just so you can walk out, walk around without a suit. And I kind of had that moment where they're like, okay, the radiation's fine, let's take off our suits. Yeah. And I look over and I'm like, this is like Prometheus. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking just about, Just because you Willis. can talk off, take off your helmet or the breathing Willis. apparatus doesn't mean you should. Just saying. You know, though, can uh, either of you uh, answer why that truck was in that helicopter? I don't know. The, I thought that truck had all those uh, uranium things on it. Oh, it was maybe. Uranium maybe, boxes. Okay, maybe. maybe that it seems a little sense. overkill to load things in a truck and then load the truck into a helicopter. <laughs> We're in this climax. He's swinging the uniform of the truck, and I'm just like, why was that truck in there? Because every giant helicopter has some I, sort of extra. I gave up on on a plot that we made learned sense that from Halo long before that. <laughs> uh, Robert, your thoughts on the movie? I didn't like it. I thought most of the action wasn't very good, especially the over reliance on computer generated imagery. Right. Really took the fun out of it. Yeah. I thought most of the action was boring as well. Nothing exciting. It's just sort of time filler. Uh, Willis doesn't care about anything. It's it's really clear. He's just like take a shot off every time a, he says he's on vacation. It's like he's reading <laughs> off of the cue card or something. And because of the sound mix, I can't hear what he or his son are saying half the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> like they're talking really I, low really and didn't they didn't matter. boost anything. Uh-huh. The son was okay, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Wasn't bad. Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't recommend seeing. No, I wouldn't. The movie. It was exactly what I was expecting it to be. They keep making like they in every every time they they see all five movies have had the same dress. Oh, it's not really. Uh, we're not really terrorists. We're bank robbers. Yeah, we're just going for the money. <sighs> Every single And he even time. says it. They even it's make it always about money. money. I mean, second one has a little bit more of a twist because it's not... I mean, it's just about money, but you know that basically from the start. But there's yeah. also a twist of, oh, hey, all these people are also bad guys. Yeah. Which you sort of do in this fifth one. I mean, they're all bad guys anyway, but this other bad guy is also a bad guy. But he's a super bad guy. And all those other bad it's guys like, who are bad guys, they turned on the other bad guy. Yeah, it's like there's two factions of bad guys, and then, and then the McLeans. So it really doesn't matter which bad guy side the bad guys are on, because they're all bad guys. Why spend the time doing that? Okay, also, you can tell me whether or not this was an issue. Um, they killed a lot of people, but more importantly, like, they blew up, like, part of Chernobyl and, like, caused, like, a giant, like, international incident. Why weren't they getting arrested as soon as they got off the plane? Uh, also, they left 
just uranium lying around. I yeah. mean, that vault is open. They had a crate there, like out in the, a like, like outside of, of the building. Uranium. It's already radioactive. What's, uh, what's, what's a little the problem? Uranium. What's a little more uranium? Why not? And like I said, John McClane just keep getting involved in this stuff. I mean, I guess I, I uh -huh. character-wise, it doesn't make sense. I mean, yeah. franchise money-wise, I get it. Yeah, these movies yeah. keep making money, so they're going to keep making them as long as Bruce keeps agreeing to do it. Pretty much. Uh, but, you know, seriously, after foiling three giant pseudo-terrorist plots and then a fourth one, I guess four, even after, but after the third time, and then especially after the fourth time, I would expect some politician to make him, like, in charge of Homeland Security or something. Because yeah, exactly. <laughs> seriously, after stopping four pseudo-terrorist attacks, that is Almost on American soil. Yeah, pretty much single-handed. You have the best record of anybody. You're, you're basically a war hero. I mean, he <laughs> should not still be a detective yeah. in New York. <laughs> hey, why doesn't he have somebody on him 24-7? Just, just, just follow just, him. Just on the he mere will fact, find the terrorist plots yeah, just, just, just by mere, living. Just on the mere fact that he fucks shit up everywhere <laughs> he goes. You would think he would have someone on his ass all the time. Just like... We're fault. We we need to. He, he, somebody there were that, that him going to Russia. That would have thrown up a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> like John McClane's going to Russia. We should probably get someone on that. Yeah. Because something's probably gonna go down. <laughs> uh, I did not like. No. Would not recommend it. No, I wouldn't either. Would not buy the five movie box set. So I already had the four movie box up. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, just the trilogy. I forget. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, we have anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Alright. That's what we really thought. We have a blog. We have a Facebook page. The oh. web address for the blog is www.wawsegroup.blogspot.com That's W-A-W-A-S-E-E -E group.blogspot.com Thank you for listening. <laughs>